Hi there, I'm Daniel Eccles, and this is the Learned Opportunity Podcast. This podcast is for emerging leaders, those folks who are building their platforms, sharpening their skills, and dreaming for the future. Join me as I help emerging leaders like you get unstuck so that you can start creating huge opportunities in your personal and professional life. I talk to some of the best leaders out there about how they've created opportunities in their own lives, share my opportunity creating best practices from my experience as a certified career counselor and personal and professional development nerd, and I'll also chat with other emerging leaders about opportunity creating repeatable actions that you can apply to your life today. We're ready, so let's get started with Learned Opportunity. More options does not equal more opportunities. When we're looking for opportunities, we imagine we just need more options, right? As if the menu of life would be better if it were as thick as the Cheesecake Factory's menu. But have you ever tried to go to the Cheesecake Factory and pick out the best option for you? I mean, when was the last time that you went to the Cheesecake Factory? If you've never been to the Cheesecake Factory, you should know that their menu is known for being maybe even longer than the Bible. It has about 250 items for you to choose from. And you can choose something from personal pizza, maybe a salad, and their salads famously serve like 15 people. And maybe you're looking for something Asian. They have it all. And when you've chosen your meal, you're not done yet. Select one of 34 cheesecake flavor options And if cheesecake's not your kind of dessert, they have different kinds of cakes. They have ice cream stuff. They've got a whole bunch of options. But, you know, the problem with that is that can get pretty overwhelming. You can only choose something from the menu if you know what you're looking for when you're going into the Cheesecake Factory. The Cheesecake Factory is very nice and gives us lots of options, but you need to know what you value in order to have a successful lunch. So when it comes to our career, we often treat our skills like a purposeless trip to the Cheesecake Factory. We're going in blind. We have a bunch of options, but we don't know what we value to have a successful career. We have a menu of skills that we can choose to use, but just because you have so many options for the skills you could use doesn't mean that you should choose that skill and choose a career that uses that skill. If you want to truly make an impact and create your next opportunity, you have to find your top 10 skills that you're both competent in and you enjoy using. Something that is an option because you're competent in it and something that you value using. You enjoy using it. It matches the things that you care about. So today's skill area that we're going to focus on is called social skills. And these are skills that are focused on people. These skills are interpersonal, communicative, helping oriented, and they happen in person or they can happen virtually, but only when you're interacting with other human beings, truly interacting with other human beings in some way. So often these skills, at least in my own experience, feel like they're not skills at all because 
It's not like, oh, yes, I can build a desk out of this wood or I can develop this software and write code. No, those are a little bit easier to think of as skills because those have tangible results that are a little bit easier to measure. You see that you created something. But when we're working with people, these skills are harder to measure and less tangible because people aren't black and white. They don't do all the things that you want them to do. And these skills don't necessarily produce something that you see right away. But an organization needs socially skilled individuals if they're going to gain the results that they so desire. They need you if you have social skills. A place with just other skills like the ones that we previously looked at, like realistic skills, which if you missed out on that conversation, you can find that podcast episode and the link in my notes. And that's the, the first of six different kinds of skills for you to discover your top 10 skills. This is number two out of six social skills. That was realistic skills, but those were a little bit more tangible. I can sew, I can build, I can fill in the blank, produce something. But these social skills are less like that. So maybe you have more of your top 10 skills in the realistic skill section. Go back and do this similar exercise in that podcast episode as well. Or you can find that at the link in the podcast notes in a blog post too. So for now though, let's look at the social skills list through the lens of one of my own success stories. So a success story being a time in your life that you felt the most like yourself. A time in your life that you used skills and you enjoyed using them. This doesn't have to be something you were paid for. It doesn't have to be your first job. It doesn't have to be a career-oriented thing at all. It could be when you were a kid and you made an entire civilization in your sandbox. So when you're thinking of social skills and going through this list with me, come up with your own success story and think, okay, I'm going to see, did I use any of these social skills through that success story? And so my success story this time is titled Calimera Daniel. And that's good morning, Daniel, in Greek. Because between my sophomore and junior year of college, I interned in Athens, Greece at a refugee center. I look back on this experience and I was probably the most proud of myself I had ever been. This is because I independently navigated my way through a foreign city For about two months, I was an intern and is expected to be at the refugee center at wherever I needed to be, and I had to figure it out by myself. I, of course, had people that were willing to help, but they could not hold my hand and do it the entire time. I learned the Athens metro system, so the subway system, and that was a new thing for for somebody from Indiana to experience public transportation. All we use are cars around here. And then I also budgeted my money so that I could mostly eat gelato for lunch and for dinner. And then I even, I cruised to Santorini in the island and got in at about 3 a.m. and had to find a hammock to sleep in because all the places were closed. So I was homeless for a night, I guess, in Santorini, but I figured it out and I was proud of myself for that experience. So let's take a look at this list of social skills and see how many I used as Calimera Daniel. So 
before I get into this, I want to say like, just because you don't use a social skill in one success story, doesn't mean that you haven't used some of these social skills before. Same with the realistic skills. You might have chosen a success story that you didn't use one of those realistic skills, but you probably have done some of these things before. What we are doing by choosing a success story is finding a story that you enjoyed your experience to see what skills you usually use when you are also enjoying yourself. So these social skills I used as Calamara Daniel, I am more likely to have enjoyed using because I enjoyed my experience as an intern at the Refugee Center in Athens. So the first one, explaining concepts. I really didn't have to do that very much. I might have used it sometimes, but I don't think that I used that all the, all the time. So no. Giving advice that is valued. My job was not to give advice. I think other people in that experience did, but I don't remember really giving advice. And if I did, it certainly wasn't valued. So no, I didn't use that skill. Talking. Yes, of course. I had to talk. I had to build relationships. Making friends in the same way. Yes, I had to make friends with some of the refugees that we were serving. I would go out with them for some coffee. I would play soccer with some of the the boys. I would go on a walk to go get ice cream down a path on the by the ocean. I was making friends. So yes, and that's a skill. Not everyone can do that. See what I mean? And these social skills don't always feel like skills at first, but they're so useful because not everyone can make friends very easily. Communicating warmth. Yes, I had to communicate warmth. These refugees were experiencing trauma, experiencing very hard, difficult times that I have never experienced in my life. I had to communicate warmth with them. Writing, no, I I didn't write in this particular situation. However, I do use writing a lot now and enjoy using it, but not in this success story. So no. Helping with personal problems, yes, that was the entire point of the internship and being there was helping people with problems that they were having as refugees, helping the people that were working there in any way that I could. It was a helping position. Training, no, I wasn't training anybody. I was the one that needed to be trained. Being of service to others, once again, yes. Showing sensitivity, yes. Listening well, yes. Facilitating teamwork, I wasn't facilitating anything. Showing patience, I didn't know what to put for this one. I Maybe I had to, but I put no. <laughs> I mean, I people probably had to show me patience as that college intern. So if you're one of the, the people, I know some of the folks that in charge of me in Greece listen to this podcast. Thank you for showing me patience. So <laughs> thank you very much. Leading groups. No, I didn't lead a group. I didn't teach. No. Understanding people. Yes, I had to understand people because of the situation that the refugees were in, because of the situation that people trying to help refugees were in. I had to understand people and what they needed and what I could do. Coordinating those needed actions, though, I wasn't in charge of coordinating anything. So no. And then the last skill is caring for people. Yes. So let me just go over that and you think, write these down or you can read it on the blog post if you want and the the link is in the show notes. 
and go over each one of these skills with your own success story and see, did I use these? Explaining concepts, giving advice that's valued, talking, making friends, communicating warmth, writing, helping with personal problems, training, being of service to others, showing sensitivity, listening well, facilitating teamwork, showing patience, leading groups, teaching, understanding people, coordinating needed actions, and caring for people. Great skills to have, useful for future opportunities, but just because I use these skills as Callie Mara Daniel does not mean that I necessarily enjoyed using these skills. As you do this exercise for yourself, keep in mind which skills sound more fun to you. Which skills would you love to use again in the future? I mean, honestly, you probably already know this. I love using my social skills. I've used almost all of these skills in my life, but maybe you hate using social skills. Maybe it would be the worst thing for you to ever have to do to have to make friends or have to lead a group or show patience. Those things might sound terrible and to you might sound like a waste of time. Hey, to each their own. But whether you want to use these skills in the future or not, it's helpful to clarify whether you possess these skills and whether you enjoy them so that you can get unstuck and create opportunities. The clearer that you can communicate your top 10 skills that you're both competent in and enjoy, the more opportunities that you are going to be able to create. So social skills are one of six areas of skills. Compare your social skills list with your realistic skills list from the previous episode. Which do you prefer using? And make sure that you're subscribed to my newsletter to receive all of these six skill areas and to discover your top 10 skills. Those will be going out in a little bit over the next few weeks. So instead of having to listen to the podcast episode and write down things, you'll just get the list and you'll be able to do this exercise and read over it before the podcast episode even releases. So you can find where you can subscribe to the podcast letter. It's in that menu link at the bottom of the show notes. And then if you want to go more in depth with your realistic skills and discover where you can use them, check out my Life Mapping You course, and it's going to help you start living into your purpose today. It'll help you get unstuck and start creating more opportunities. There's both an adult version for you young professionals, you emerging leaders, and there's also a student version that is perfect for those high school students that are going into college or not going into college. What are you going to do? Are you going to find a job? What are you going to major in? What are the things that you are skilled in and you enjoy doing? So that's my life mapping you course. And you can find a link to that in the menu at the bottom of my show notes as well. So thank you once again. Hey, I'm having a great time doing this and I want to hear from you. Have you been listening to Learned Opportunity for a while now? I, I don't know. I haven't heard from you very much. So please get in contact with me. Send me a message on Instagram at DJECCLES and let me know what you hate about my show or what you have enjoyed in the past. I want to improve. I want to help make this a better 
podcast so that you can gain more opportunities and get unstuck. That's what I want for you as an emerging leader. So, hey, thanks again. And catch us next time. We're going to be doing some more of these skills. We're going to have more interviews with other wonderful experts at getting unstuck and creating opportunities. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So check that out and we'll see you next time on Learned Opportunity.